0: Hey, y'all. Quick note. While My Hero Academia was created for kids, this podcast is not safe for work or children. All trigger warnings and spoilers for each episode can be found at our website, myheroanalysis.com. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey y'all, this is My Hero Analysis, a podcast about My Hero Academia, aka Boku no Hero Academia. We are three grown adults who mine Japanese children's cartoons for serotonin because God knows our brains aren't making it naturally.
0: Hey y'all, I'm Fern. Uh, I just had a wild, wild workday. Uh, so I apologize if my energy is a little low, um, but this episode is a pretty fun one, so hopefully it pumps me back up. Um, But on the bright side, I've got some guava kombucha that is like super duper pink, which makes me very happy. And my cat is hanging out right next to me. She has her own chair in my office now because she kept laying on top of my mouse and keyboard whenever she wanted attention. And I was like, we can't we can't be doing this. I have work to do. (laughs) That's Lucifer. That's Lucifer. She's so fucking spoiled.
1: Well, I'm Nicole. I am sore, more sore than Deku ever was because I stupidly engaged in physical activities and just rude. Um, also, I have the sexy buggy edit song just perpetually stuck in my head now. Uh, but but we persevere. We're here. We're going to do this. <laughs> Nevertheless, she persisted.
2: Mm-hmm. Buggy. I love that song it makes me so happy <laughs> hey y'all it's maria and on this week's how is maria doing Maria's doing rough mm. um so my arm got burnt while making caramel this past weekend and i'm still recovering from that but but on the bright side mercury gatorade is done so hopefully things will get better question oh mark boy.
0: i think i am suddenly trapped in my own personal gatorade <laughs> <laughs> which is incredibly rude the stars have betrayed me it's because they're Uh, so
2: mean to the moon
0: the moon knows what she did
2: the moon still owes them money
0: Mm -hmm. well do you have a recording snack to heal your woes of course
2: um so i have scraped yet again nice (laughs) it's never leaving or maybe it will but you know right now it's my happy drink anywho um, I also got um, Lay's Limon uh, chips
0: mm. with hot
2: sauce. Mm. I legitimately put it in like a little soy sauce container, like the, the hot sauce, and I've just been dipping my <laughs>
1: my chips in it. Perfect. Yes. I Fancy. love it.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So do
1: we have any news? Uh well we are officially into the four hundreds in the manga and and things are happening in the manga but yeah I, they are <laughs> there there is just so much happening um we did get a new Horikoshi sketch which we hadn't gotten in a while so that was really nice um and then biggest news which listeners will already know by the time this comes out. Um, we just did our first podcast crossover episodes. Uh, we guest starred on one, and then forced them into guest starring on one <laughs> of ours. Yeah, we did a little trade. Yeah. It was fun. It's super fun. And also, we found out we are in a listicle. Like we were, we were number four out of twenty for the best My Hero Academia podcast. And... Yeah, I don't
0: know how that happened. Um, I made a Tumblr mm-hmm. post about it. I forget what the name of the website was, but it was very random. And I was yes. like, I don't know who these people are or what their criteria is, but uh, this is cool. But,
1: <laughs> it's like, but yes, we are very good at the podcast. Yeah, like we didn't like submit ourselves or anything like that. It no, went, we not just, at all. We just kind of found it and freaked out <laughs> all
2: Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we were just vibing a over here, and then Fern just is like, guys. Yeah, guys. I was looking for something else entirely,
0: and then I came across that, and I was like, what? What? What is this? We are four out of 20. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll try to find the uh, the link to that and put it in the show notes.
1: It's already on our Twitter as we record this, so nice. go, go scroll. <laughs> um. Also, this is not news as in property or podcast news. I just need the listeners to know that at this point I am working more in the back of like where I work so I'm like I get to open up all the boxes and so whenever we get new My Hero merch in I I just scoop it up and place it to the side it never makes it to the shelves
0: excellent (laughs) excellent as you deserve yes yes all righty well this week we're covering episode 19 of My Hero Academia season three What's the Big Idea? I love that title so much. That's very fun. Um, In the manga, this is chapters 111 through most of 113. They cut it off right at the end. Um, So I'm going to lead us through a quick synopsis, then hand it off to Maria for her science corner. And then Nicole will jump in for discussion topics, manga differences, and Easter eggs. And then we will wrap up the episode with our big spoiler section. So we are back to our regularly scheduled programming. And the rescue operation part of the license exam has been, quote-unquote, interrupted by Gong Orca, who is playing a villain. Um, So the kids have to coordinate between protecting the rescue victims and fighting the the fake villains. Um, Both Inasa and Shoto get involved in the fighting part, and (laughs) they get on each other's nerves so bad that they end up fighting each other instead, uh, which is amazing.
1: They had a (laughs) (laughs) bitch-off.
0: And we, as the audience, finally get to learn that Inasa hates Endeavor and Shoto uh, because they were both rude to him in the past, which teaches Shoto that facing his past and his complicated feelings about his dad, eh, it's going to be harder work than he thought. And it's going to take a lot longer
1: than he originally thought. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it always? Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Also, though, Inasa, like, holding a grudge for years after just one meeting, that's a mood. That's a big <laughs> mood right there. Yes, sir.
0: Oh, that's Inasa through and through. Yep. Um. But anyway, Shoto and Inasa finally put aside their personal drama and fight together. Uh, the other kids arrive to help them out, and they all nearly defeat Gong Orca before the test is suddenly declared over, because all of the fake victims have been successfully evacuated. So the kids gather together to wait for their test scores. Izuku looks for his name. And then the episode very rudely cuts off.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not happy about that. <laughs> um. So some things of note. Some of which will be covered further as discussion topics. So I skipped over it in the synopsis. But at the very beginning, we see a flashback to a group of men planning the test, and one of them goes, ball throwing? That seems too much like a game. And that just, I burst out laughing because we thought the same thing. We just kept calling it dodgeball because that's what it was. Um, so you are
1: correct, sir. But it worked. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, sir. There were, in fact, too many balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are adults, I swear. But hee hee. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Also, apparently, the test was revised to put more of an emphasis on
1: cooperation rather than individual strengths.
0: So you know they did one thing right. One thing.
1: Mm-hmm. They they heard you yelling at them for two years. And I sure they hope so. <laughs> also, the fact that that the police had a good idea—it's just too hard to believe. I I don't buy it.
2: Yeah, the the singular good idea that they had ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the
0: police. I think it's some random committee, but same same thing. How yeah, on earth were, did they have a good idea?
1: They were talking about how the police was like they like gave them feedback before their little meeting. So, yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, I missed that. Um also, I don't know if we went into this in an earlier episode. Um, but Gomorrah is like a super powerful hero. Like he consistently ranks either in or near the top ten. So, like they they brought out the big guns for this exam.
1: Yeah, and also he's hot. So mm. there's that in his favor. And like the little cape flip that he does, mm-hmm. it, it was it was too much. It was too hot, sir. I would not have been able to finish my exam. I would have failed, and it would have been your fault.
2: Mm. I, I can't get flip.
1: behind the cape flip because Edna
2: Mode was said, no capes. Well, he doesn't fly though, so it's fine. Yeah, But still, (laughs) if you don't fly doesn't mean your cape can't get caught somewhere. I may or may not be speaking from this from experience.
0: (laughs) Well, even I thought the cape flip was hot and we all know that I don't like his uniforms. so. Yes. (laughs) It's the confidence. It's the flair. Exactly, exactly. Um, Also, at one point, we get this shot of izuku and he has this like adorable little little like determined scowl on his face with his like super intense eyebrows um but instead of looking intimidating he just looks like a baby
1: he's a baby (laughs) he's so cute
0: also this episode is what kicked off the ina toto ship and it's i mean it's pretty clear why um everyone loves a good enemies to lovers storyline also i personally can't resist like one type of weirdo mashed with another kind of weirdo, like those kinds of ships, I just, mm, I love. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Himbo and different Himbo is definitely peak mm. for the shipping. Also, <laughs> Gong Orca, he was just hashtag unimpressed with Inaza and Shoto's bitch off. Like his eyebrow was so high. It's iconic. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Gang Orca just really wanted to beat some sense into them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god,
0: it was so embarrassing. Honestly, I was like, "Are you for fucking real?"
2: <laughs> yeah, the secondhand embarrassment was real. The
0: oh god. Yeah, fully, fully on Gong Orca's side with that one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, like I feel like he kind of enjoyed the tea itself, but also he was like, "Y'all, this is a test, uh-huh. and you're failing." <laughs>
0: Also, I know I keep bringing this back, but for whatever reason, I'm just fixated on Shindo now. But poor Shindo passes out, like, immediately when he first tries to fight Gong Orca, and Izuku has to rescue him. And (laughs) I don't know why that entertained me so much, but I love it.
1: He's a little goofball.
0: Oh, man. I just, yeah, I'm just, I think he's great.
2: (laughs) Shindo forever.
0: (laughs) Um... Also, Shoto and Inasa, like, speaking of secondhand embarrassment, they don't snap out of their bullshit till Izuku yells at them in his mom voice. And I'm pretty sure this is the first time. Well, no, I think he's used it on Kazuki before, but this is the first time he's
2: used it on anyone else. So, you know, he was just like fed up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mom Zuku was pissed.
2: Yeah, no, everyone knows they done fucked up when Mom Zuku comes out. Also, this was the moment Anasa 100% joined the Izuku fan club. Oh, for yeah. Sure. For oh, sure.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, And then at the end of the episode, Gong Orca admits that if the fight had gone on any longer, he probably would have been defeated. Uh, so good job, kids, because as we said, he's crazy powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the freakish little strong children.
0: hmm hmm
2: Well, he was also wearing, like, restrainers, but still.
0: But still. Yeah, even so, that's still pretty impressive, I think, considering they're all, like,
2: teenagers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the end of the episode. So it's time for Maria's Science Corner. Yes, indeed. And Fern, would you like to read your question?
0: Yes. May I request something about how Shindo's brain is constantly getting damaged from his quirk? A, because I love Shindo. B, because I thought that was really interesting.
2: (laughs) So this is going to be long, people. So, yes. Uh, so Shindo mentioned that his brain always gets is always getting shaky. So this is most likely due to the fact that his quirk is earthquake-based. Um, so in order to create the massive earthquakes, he has to output a lot of waves. But the problem with that is that there will always be a backlash. It's basically like an interchange of energy between Shindo and the output he is producing. So think of it like ocean waves. I should have put that in the notes. I did not. (laughs) Anywho. uh, So they travel through the ocean until they hit land. But a small amount always gets pushed back into the ocean once it hits. So basically that is what's happening to Shindo. The small vibrations that are bouncing back into him are not as strong as what he released. But they are still strong enough to make it shaky within his body. And so it travels up the body into his brain. So basically, my man's has a near constant massive headache, which is probably at some point turns into a migraine. Mm -hmm. And as someone who is diagnosed with chronic headaches, I can tell you for a fact you do build up a resistance to it. Uh, For example, for me, I don't know how it's like to live without a headache because I always have one going on. But I am so used to them at this point that they don't really affect my daily life. Um, so I assume it's the same for Shindo. Uh, it has to be a pretty m- massive like headache or migraine to actually affect me. But then when I but even then, I can still function on some level. Now, say my massive headache migraine was on someone who doesn't have um chronic headaches. it would be it would be debilitating. Mm-hmm. um, so the same thing is probably true for Shindo since he. he can still use this quirk for anybody else it would have probably knocked them knocked them out but it did it to Shindo. So moral of the story, Shindo's brain probably hurts 24-7 and dude, I feel you.
1: Poor Shindo. That that is such depressing science, but also amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I really I really went into this. No one now it. I it was great. now I I empathize a lot with Shindo because yay
0: right it's hard not to
1: (laughs) i'm starting a shindo fan club as you should he's amazing especially in this episode where he where he like i don't know there was at some point where he was talking to izuku and he was so intense about it like yes i get Mm -hmm. it he's just he's great Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with his little vibrations it's fine Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to move on to discussion topics. So we're going to start with the fact that they show us that Katsuki failed like almost immediately.
0: Yeah. So when they were explaining how the point system for the rescue exercise worked on screen, they showed what's pretty clearly Katsuki and his points just going down, 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 down until he hits like the failure mark. <laughs> And first of all, I'm shocked that they spoiled the surprise like that. Um, but also, what the fuck did he do to lose points that quickly?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but see, it was obvious to you. It was not obvious to me. Like, I had to think back to what you were talking about. And it was basically when Sleepy Guy was going over how the test works. I thought he was just going over an example and Kotsky happened to be on the screen. I didn't take it as they were actually showing his score going down in real time. But it does make sense. <laughs> yeah.
2: So uh, probably the loss of points is because he doesn't necessarily have the bedside manners you kind of need for rescue. And he does have a tendency to run off on his own. Also, there were proctors looking above as well. So those kind of added up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He He does certainly elope a lot. <laughs> He does.
0: Yeah, he I just... had a theory that they like deducted five points for every curse word, um, because that definitely would not take long.
1: Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that did it.
0: Because I think what was the threshold fifty?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah,
0: yeah. And they start with a hundred, and then once they hit fifty, they failed.
1: Yeah, that would have only been ten swear words. He, he was out immediately.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, that would have taken about two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um. Although, interestingly. Um, I'm gonna go past roasting him for a second. Um, <laughs> he doesn't show up to the fight with Gong Orca like at all, which is very not katsuki. Like you would think that he would leap at the chance to fight such a powerful hero. Um, but instead he helps with the rescue efforts the entire time. And I'm like, growth?
1: Sure. There there may be growth, or we can consider the fan theory. That Katsuki is going deaf, and therefore he didn't even hear or notice that Gongorga was there. And I'm laughing because otherwise I'd be crying.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure about that because, like, there was that giant fucking column of fire that's pretty hard to miss.
1: Yeah, but it, it, it is Katsuki. He's a little dense. He's he's I, a little. He, he and he's not that
0: deaf because he can hear when people talk to him.
1: Yeah, and like he I, can
0: hear when Izuku's muttering.
2: Yeah. I just maybe think he was probably out. on the other side of the where everything was going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. And maybe at this point he doesn't quite control his um explosion flight quite as well as he would have needed to. So mm. I don't Yeah, know.
0: that's true. I forgot that he can't fly quite yet. <laughs>
1: yet. <laughs> <laughs> Minor spoiler. Whoops. It's fine. We knew it was coming. It's like the the he's a rocket of course he's gonna learn to fly at some point okay right right (laughs) all right so next we're going to talk about shoto's temper
0: yeah we don't get to see it very often but when shoto gets pissed he really gets pissed like zero to a hundred super fucking fast
1: Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that he gets like even more pissed and has also been forgetful because he's constantly trying to repress his feelings instead of feeling them and processing them because that's a real fucking thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. Amazing.
2: Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is honestly not surprising to me at all. Uh, Not to make anyone sad or anything, but it is a common defense mechanism that is attached to the conceal-don't-feel method uh, for people forgetting a lot of their childhood memories and or various moments in time. So unless there's a particular catalyst for that memory to resurface, it's virtually impossible for people with this to remember at all. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah
0: I feel like a lot of fan works like forget or disregard this side of Shoto um, which kind of annoys me because it's super important like this similarity he has with his dad is kind of like the whole point because Endeavor's less spacey he's more stoic but he also is like very quiet very still until he explodes and it's for the same reason Shoto is the way that he is it's because he's repressing a lot and not dealing with a lot and he's not processing things correctly, mm-hmm. um, so I get kind of annoyed when people just kind of leave that out. Like that's really essential to Shoto's development.
1: Like, yes. h- how dare you leave out his trauma in these fan works for this? <laughs> <interview>. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, I do agree. Yes, it's it is important that we acknowledge that similarity between the two of them, even though it sucks because Endeavor sucks. But yeah.
0: yeah, well, he's just not Shoto without it.
1: Yeah, exactly Right, and then next we're going to talk about how izuku really did well at this part of the exam
0: yeah i thought it was interesting that he was kind of struggling with the rescue exercises a bit until there was some sort of like super immediate external pressure um although that does make sense considering izuku's character like he is very good under pressure um and i just thought he worked well with others like whether he was rescuing or fighting and, like, we caught little glimpses here and there of that talent that he has for, like, uniting others and inspiring them to work together. So it's just funny that he couldn't bring that side of himself out until, like, a villain appeared, even if it was fake.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he really does well when there is that pressure and also when he's given very simple, clear instructions, like Shindo essentially told him what to do and he followed through on it because they were good instructions Uh, but he's good when he follows those simple instructions because the tism
0: (laughs) i don't know he does have a tendency to overthink like i think the pressure is what allowed him to follow those clear instructions because otherwise he'll sit there and
1: mutter (laughs) yes which which is also the tism anyway (laughs) uh next our final discussion point is what do heroes and other celebrities uh, owe to their fans? And I want to say first, not a damn thing, in my opinion, but do go on, Fern. You actually had <laughs> a good points for this.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's basically your point. I just rambled. Um, so, like, obviously, in this case, I am fully on Inas' side because it never sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have, like, conflicting feelings about this sort of unspoken assumption that, like, heroes owe their fans a certain kind of acknowledgement because like obviously interacting with the public is part of the job there is like a baseline level of respect that you give everyone regardless of the situation um and like they do all go through some form of pr training but at the same time like being a hero is an incredibly dangerous and stressful job And, like, even regular celebrities, like, you know, they're often harassed by fans. They don't always feel like interacting with strangers. Like, that part of it alone can be very stressful without all this extra stress that comes with being a hero. And, I don't know, just being expected to interact successfully with strangers right after some sort of violent altercation (laughs) (laughs) seems a little unfair. A little unfair. Like, you know, sometimes heroes are tired and they don't want to deal with you, random child.
1: (laughs) exactly and like yes maybe endeavor like shouldn't probably shouldn't have slapped the autograph card out of inasa's hand like that was okay yeah that was rude um (laughs) it's like it's like but also yeah inasa darling um first impressions are fortunately and unfortunately not everything (laughs) yeah but endeavor sucks so yes so we agree (laughs) anyway it's fine
0: We'll give him a pass. Um, Shoto specifically was like rude as fuck, and I definitely think he owed Anasa an apology because that was out of pocket.
1: Yeah, he he was he was quite rude back then. Um, also, he was rude because he was focusing, and I relate more than I probably should. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're great. All right, so moving along to the manga differences for 111, when Sleepy Guy, because I refused to learn his name, (laughs) was explaining the scoring system. It was actually clear that Shoto was the one on the screen, not Bakugo or anyone else. So that was interesting. That is interesting. Um, And then this isn't really a difference it's just something i saw um in the background of the of one of the crowd scenes with baby inasa someone is just wearing a shirt that literally just says jack wife not jack's wife jack wife and like who who is jack who is this wife why is the grammar wrong horikoshi what what Um, (laughs) jack
2: is just like it's it's part
1: of tools so well yeah i'm gonna assume okay but then who who has married a jack i wonder if it's like
0: um so you know how in japan it's like kind of popular to wear incorrect english shirts like it's become like a trend Mm -hmm. i wonder if it was supposed to say jack knife and then Uh, they got like changed to wife sure I'm... I could, I'm just saying I could see that in like a bargain bin at like some outdoor market and some guy going, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I need it immediately. And that guy is me. Okay. Okay.
1: I'll, <laughs> I'll go with that because otherwise I'm going to think about it forever for no goddamn
0: reason. <laughs> We're going to be so dumb if it's a reference to something. It's a,
1: it's that. <laughs> Listeners, tell us if we are being dumb, obviously. Uh, Anyway, for chapter 112, um, it may have also been obvious in the anime, but I didn't notice until I was going through the manga. But there is a random lady in the stands who essentially is just talking about Shoto and Inasa being dumbasses. (laughs) Um, And her character design is very similar to that of Chun-Li from Street Fighter. Oh, my God. All right. I refuse then, to believe that's an accident. It's not an accident. It's never an accident. But just like Horikoshi, come on. <laughs> and then at Horikoshi the end he never of, stops. He never stops. He needs to go to bed. Um, and then at the end of 112, there's like the little card at the end of the chapter. He was talking about how the the one dude from Shinto's school who had like the stiffening quirk. Um, he was actually originally like he wanted Poor Koshi wanted that guy and Kirishima to like have a fight to like oh. go quirk to quirk it, but they couldn't like fit it in and why not Oh Hello? I've been robbed. Yes. Oh. How dare you. All my right. Your poor boy. My my poor Kirishima. It's okay. He's going to shine very soon. All right, and then for one thirteen, when Hair Guy shows up and says that Inasa is embarrassing himself and the school, which he was, he was big <laughs> Um, There's also like a little panel of Meatball Guy, who obviously was making the same types of points or attempting to, um, like, but also y- y'all, y'all are children. <laughs> You don't need to worry about your school's reputation. Like, go to bed.
0: Yeah, no (laughs) one's going to remember any of this in two years. You're fine.
1: No. No. (laughs) And then um, while at the very end, while they're waiting for their scores to come up, there's a little panel where it actually does show that Izuku is looking at Shoto with very clear concern about what just happened. But they took it out of the anime and we were robbed. God, man, double robbed. Oh, so rude. All right, now for Easter eggs, um, the way that President Mike describes the organist quirk, uh, which is basically he can do whatever an Orca can, like Horikoshi, honey, you're you're Spider Man. Please put it, put it put it down. He's <laughs> made do that joke things. twice. <laughs> he's made, he makes it several times. He makes it yep. with Froppy. He makes it with Selkie. He makes it with Gong Orca. I'm sure he's made it with other people who I'm
2: forgetting. I think he made it with the Dragon Lady.
1: yeah 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 probably yep sir okay now (laughs) now this is this is completely unrelated to my hero academia but it is very spoilery for the completely unrelated western fantasy book series throne of glass (laughs) but uh for whatever reason when inasa and shoto they're having their bitch off and they can't get their quirks to work together because the air and the fire and Phys- physics um i was just getting big rowelan vibes from that quirk interaction because those two characters also are air and fire and just like horikoshi re-reading that particular series at this time <laughs> <laughs> okay now, uh, now
0: someone who's watched my hero and red throne
1: of glass please email us <laughs> please i i need i need friends who have engaged in all of my fandom properties yeah because it's it's not me and maria (laughs) nope it's definitely not (laughs) all right anyway back to back to back to the normal stuff so i i am personally inordinately angry that Inasa's english voice actor is younger than me like sir how dare you Um, grow up be older
0: (laughs) successful adults are not allowed to be younger than us yeah, That's and, so
1: rude. And also they're not allowed to have such deep voices, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um during Enos's flashback, we saw some other students who had gotten in on, re- on recommendation. And that included Mudman from class one B. And like w- what what is even like the classification system between one A and one B if a kid on recommendation got put into one B? Like I know well, maybe rubric.
0: like Recommendation gets you into the recommendation exam. But then, depending on how well you do on the exam, you're either put in a, B, or you don't get in. I guess because they still had a qualification exam. It was just a different one. like yeah. you get you get a bit of a leg up. You get a slightly easier exam, but I know, but or I, slightly I, harder. I don't really know.
1: I don't know. I need the rubric. <laughs> Horikoshi, you need to send that over as well as your whole timeline, all the charts. You still haven't sent them to us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and finally, this this is an actual Easter egg. Um, Gong Orca in the dub has a line. It it he's he says, "You reap what you sow," and this line just directly links over to Shoto's later line about fertilizer. Oh my you, you know, god! You know, you <laughs> know. oh i can't wait for that episode oh it's gonna be great i love it i i need it now okay it's gonna be so good all right so moving right along to our big spoiler section and again if you are not caught up on all of the manga that has not yet been animated yet um spoilers goodbye we love you go to bed um Fern. (laughs) yeah
0: i I am still giggling about how Izuku ended up rescuing Shindo twice. That's, that's amazing. Um, also, Shindo must be the envy of everyone in the Izuku fan club.
1: Twice. 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 Like that boy, he's never going to be able to fall in love with anyone ever again. It's No, he's doomed. he's doomed. He's <laughs> doomed. <laughs> no one else will ever measure up. No, they they really won't because it's Izuku. <laughs> All right, and then my big spoiler section, um, like Inasa's complete and utter switch from Endeavor hater to the entire Todoroki clan number one fan. It, it's
0: hilarious. Oh god, Izu Inasa, you make no sense, and I love it.
1: <laughs> he, he doesn't have to make sense. He's Inasa. <laughs> Oh God, his his
0: dial only has two settings.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's it for Easter eggs and spoilers. Um, pretty simple stuff this time.
2: Yeah, pretty straightforward episode. Thank God. Yes, yep. me too. I was really happy because I, I I was doing this at like eleven thirty. You should have been in bed. <laughs> no, no, I finished at eleven thirty. No, actually, I finished earlier than that. I finished before
1: eleven eleven.
2: Actually, I remember now.
1: Oh well, I had I had already been asleep for like three hours. So
2: hey, it was really early for me.
1: That sure. is quite early for you. I don't I don't understand, but it's fine. Um, I love and support you. I work better
2: at night and when I'm under pressure.
1: That's the ADHD.
2: Mm-hmm. I know,
1: but it's fine.
2: It I works don't. out. It gets done. It does.
1: All right. Well. The only final comment I had was that we are getting so close to my favorite episode and it's going to hurt so good. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: The one that I thought was coming way earlier than this. Same. Yeah, same. <laughs> Cuz I completely forgot when this when the license arc happened. Oh lord.
2: Yeah, yeah I I have no idea. It's fine. <laughs>
1: what is time <laughs> What what is time what is episodes i don't know i'm just here for the ride pretty much <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well this has been my hero analysis you'll hear us again soon and in the meantime go beyond plus ultra and thirst responsibly
0: bye y'all Thanks again for listening. Theme music is The Happy Cowboy by Gary the Canary, remixed by Fern. If you'd like to submit questions, fan art, or bonus episode topics, visit our website at myheroanalysis.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Tumblr, and YouTube under at myheroanalysis. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Bye, (laughs) y'all.